Welcome to Good Returns TV. I'm Philip McAllister, and joining me for the first time is Fidelity Life's new CEO, Campbell Mitchell. Thanks, Philip. Campbell, um, welcome. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for uh, the opportunity to join you on uh, Good Returns TV. Um, looking forward to the, the chat and to be able to talk to you a little bit about um, a piece of work that Fidelity Life has been working on yeah, for a little so, while. Yeah. So, we'll st- so basically, you're about to launch, and by the time this comes out, you will have launched a, a report you've done called Advice for Good. I can't forget it because it's, <laughs> it's there in front of me. So tell me, Advice for Good is a report um, looking at the financial advice sector and how it can change. Can you tell me first why you've done it, and then we'll go into a little bit about the findings? Yeah, sure. I mean, the, the, the report is designed to talk about how New Zealanders are rethinking their approach to financial advice. Uh, look, Fidelity Life is a company that was founded on advice. You know, 50 years ago, the founder, Gordon Watson, launched Fidelity Life. He was an advisor, and he always said that uh, Fidelity Life was a company built by advisors for advisors. And uh, 50 years later, um, I believe that advice is still a key part of our DNA as a business. So it's really important to us, and... Um, We've always known that uh, good advice is important to New Zealand and to New Zealanders for both their financial well-being and also actually their, their mental, well, mental well-being, their emotional well-being, uh, Philip, I think it's really important. And the research that came out from Advice for Good um, has uh, really, I guess, um, led to a couple of conclusions. One is that um, not enough New Zealanders uh, have advice. Uh, there's some good insight as to uh, why there's a gap between the number of people who believe advice is worthwhile and those who actually consult a financial advisor. And the purpose of the paper, uh, in part, is to try to close that gap. And I think the opportunity there is, uh, look, Fidelity Life is, um, you know, it's a, it's a New Zealand life insurer. It's um, New Zealand owned. We're here for New Zealanders. And last year was our 50th anniversary, and we wanted to put a bit back into, uh, back into New Zealand um, after that 50-year um, life, and, and this is one of the ways we can do that. So, so you're, saying, you're saying that New Zealanders are rethinking how they go about financial advice? I mean, it's like, I, I guess in the past they've relied on property investment, and yep. older people put their money into TDs, and that was pretty much it. How do you think it's changing now? Well, I think one of the key things about that is it is changing. Right, so the advice that perhaps is being is coming from a parent who might be a baby boomer who has had a great old time in the property market over the last twenty years. Um, is that advice to go out and buy another rental property? Is that still solid today? What we're suggesting is that it's better off uh, for you to go to professional advice and look at the options based on current data, the market as it stands, and all the the changing. Uh, conditions that um, are happening in today's market. Why do you think New Zealanders haven't been going to advice? I mean, in Australia they go because it's such a complex area and it's not in New Zealand. Why aren't people going to advice here? What's your take yeah, on that? So the, look, the, my take and the, the take of the um, advice for good research was, firstly, there's a big component of um, do-it-yourself. So we call it go it alone. Uh, we uh, back ourselves to make the best decisions. I'm not sure what we're basing it on, um, but that go alone is a, is a key driver. The, other, uh, the second uh, driver for not getting advice is accessing what we would call 
amateur advice from family and friends. So that's so barbecues. Barbecue, um, you know, the neighbour of the who's yeah. um, obviously successful because he's got a boat and a batch, so let's ask him, um, or any number of uh, ways. Um, our youth are actually now accessing their advice on social media uh, at a level which is uh, concerning, at a level which is on par with how many are getting professional advice. So that's, you know, that's the concern that we want to think about too. The other, the other one, and let's be honest, there is, is, there is a financial component. There's a cost of advice mm. as well. Is, is advice too expensive? One of the pieces that we're looking at is how to make advice more accessible. So, you know, there is a wide range of structures out there, whether it's pay by the hour or it comes through a, a commission from a provider or supplier. Um, we would like to see advice more accessible earlier in the lives of New Zealanders. We know that if you get advice earlier, it sets you up for a better financial future. And, and, and Philip, right now, a lot of our youth in particular are quite stressed and anxious about money matters, right? So within the survey, and we looked at you know, young New Zealand, and I call that 35 and below, um, more than half of them said that they always or often uh, were concerned about money. So that's, that's actually quite a big number. It's a big number. Yeah. And we know that advice, um, those who take it, 81% of those who take it uh, will say that it will give them peace of mind about their financial outcomes. Uh, 70, 70% of people who take financial professional advice say that it helps them you know, solve problems. 69% say that it would, um, it has avoided, helped them avoid making a, a, a money misstep. And so we know that advice works. We know that um, if you get it early, you set yourself up for a better future. So in your, your report and coming to life insurance, you had some numbers about how New Zealand stacks up and take up of life insurance. I'm not sure if you know those off the top of your head, but, but they were um, quite a lot lower than the OECD average, OECD average. How do we change that and how can we get more people to take up life insurance? Yep, look, I think uh, one of the things that um, you know, keeps me awake at night is that um, we don't have the number of New Zealanders um, with the protection and certainty that a life insurance cover provides them. And so our desire is to think of ways of accessing uh, more New Zealanders in a way that is affordable. And that's a constant um, consideration for us and one which we are bringing to the table through this uh, report in a more uh, collaborative way, right? So it's an opportunity for uh, the industry and we're already having conversations. We had a roundtable only last week, which included you know, industry, included financial advice, the, um, the Financial Services Council, it included the Retirement Commission um, and a number of other um, stakeholders that can have a better, broader conversation about making advice, whether it be for life insurance or for other, uh, for other uh, needs, uh, more accessible, more affordable, earlier. So, so just getting to some of your conclusions, one of them is we've been through a huge amount of change in the yeah. um, financial advice sector. What do you want to see happen there? Well, interesting. Uh, one of the things that we believe would help um, our advisors focus on providing good advice for New Zealanders is, is, is to pause... Uh, what has been a a, um, a busy time, let's call it. Oh, that's quite polite. <laughs> regu- regulatory change. Yeah. And yeah. so we 100% believe that there should be a clear focus on conduct. There should be a clear focus on customer outcomes. 
Um, they are super important to us, but there's been a lot of, lot of uh, regulatory requirement on advisors, weighing advisors down, distracting them from getting out and talking to New Zealanders, to customers about good advice. So pausing that right now would be a good start. And education? Yeah, look, um, a good opportunity to get into the minds of New Zealanders to educate earlier, right? We know that actually the earlier you get in and talk about the value of getting good advice and planning and financial security and thinking about future outcomes, the better they'll be, their families will be, and, and New Zealand will be. So absolutely, we believe there is a part to play for educators to be uh, to bring this through. You know, I know that um, National have talked about sort of the the um, math and English, etc. But financial literacy is, is it should be one of the core subjects, is, isn't it? It's a critical yeah. subject. So, so tell me, in New Zealand, over the last few decades, public education campaigns like drinking, driving, and, and smoking have been quite effective. I think you'd argue. Should we go down that sort of line with financial education and literacy? Yeah, I think it's the untapped opportunity, right? So you think about the results. Like, there is evidence that if you get financial advice, you know, you, you are better off, you're, you are more confident about the future, and you, um, and you can think about enjoying your life in other ways, right? Um, we were quite taken aback by the number of New Zealanders who are constantly feeling anxious, some who are feeling ashamed about their financial outlook. Um, a big impact, um, only 28% of women in this country feel confident about their financial outlook. That's hugely low. 44% yeah. men, but it's still low, but that disconnect is another example of a gender gap that is not, we can't, you know, we can't sit here and accept it. So I guess when we look at this whole mental health and wellbeing stuff, we actually need to think about, you know, financial advice and um, I guess the financial comfort of people, and would that be right? 100%. Yeah. Uh, financial stress builds. Um, it really has big impacts on people's well-being. And we talk about that from an emotional point of view and a financial point of view, and that they are undoubtedly connected. Yeah, interesting. Congratulations on doing this research. I thought it was really interesting, and, and thank you very much for coming in um, to join us on Good Returns TV. Nice to have you on the show. Yeah, great to be here, uh, Philip, and looking forward to uh, another invite. Yeah, oh, you'll get one, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, thank you.